I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Pete's Rickety Rocket was my favorite cartoon. After marriage, the honeymoon. I'll be damned, get me with the spoon. Who loves Popeye, Alice the Goon? Ladies, let your body flow. Send a chill up your spine like an Eskimo. Here's a backstage pass to a funky show. Come give me a kiss under the mistletoe. Greg, nice. My life is like a fairy tale. Orca was a great big whale. I knew a fat chick that broke the scale. You won't tell that I won't tell Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. Monday night, return of 24. <laughs> Jack is back in the house. And I don't believe in appropriating minority culture, but Corona's on sale. So happy Cinco de Mayo to everybody. Oh, yes. May the fifth be with you, as they say. Um, But uh, yes. And them limes and them lemons. I don't know what they put. They put something in it. Return of uh, Love and Hip Hop also. Got them out of everything on Monday, ain't it? (laughs) Yeah, but it's, it's Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, the only one that counts. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I know people defend. I don't watch nothing. The other shit is boring to me. I don't give a damn about nobody else. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, we got all that going and, um, you know, plus, uh, the podcast. Um, you know, not, not a ton of news happened. Um, I mean, even Twitter was kind of boring today. They were still arguing about the Groupon debate about the first date Groupon from, uh, an argument that we solved on the show, what, two years ago now? Wow, they just recycling shit today. Yeah, I felt like they all owed me royalties on this one. Hi, <laughs> Claire. That's my argument. What are y'all doing? But um, yeah, we had a, a you know so a very uneventful uh, news day. But I figure we give you guys a show anyway because we love you and I uh, want you to be great. Yes, and uh, before uh you go on, I thought it was funny, and I don't know if they did this to you, but I, I I'm going to ask anyway. Um. When you call AT&T today, did they uh, go through the process they did with me or, or did they just flag my name as far as like speaking to a manager and all that stuff? I didn't speak to a manager, no. Okay, because I just thought it was funny. I think the last time I called, I must have um, uh, really, really been upset uh, and they must have uh, flagged the account and say, if this woman right here called, <laughs> we need to be sure she does not get off this telephone angry. Uh, because I called to actually up, upgrade our, our plan and things like that. And the man was like, uh, Mrs. Smyrow, he was like, is everything okay? I was like, yeah, we, we went through all the steps. And he was like, before I got the phone, he said, uh, is there going to be any problem that you're going to have within the next 30 days? He was like, please let me know so we can go ahead and handle this right now so you don't have to waste your time calling. I was thinking... Mm, um, am I flagged or something? Do do I gotta uh please don't let this woman hang up piss on the uh on my account? I'm assuming mm-hmm. so. That's why I asked you did did it happen to you? Cause it happened to me. Well, I know they fill out notes, and then I mean they gotta figure. I mean I don't know what happened exactly, but ever since they replaced our box, we've had internet issues, and it's been going on for a few weeks now. You know we run our business out of here, mm-hmm. so. Um, you know, it's been disturbing the show. Guests have been saying that we've been dropping out mm-hmm. when, uh, they talk to us. Spreecast has been kicking us out. It's been giving us these weird, uh, hey, your, your thing might not be able to operate at the full capacity or something. And I don't know why that's happening because we're paying the most, uh, for the internet that we could possibly pay. We yeah. have the highest, you know, um, range. So it's, uh, 
one of those things where maybe we'll have to switch, you know, in a couple of weeks here yeah. if uh, something keeps happening and maybe they're getting nervous with all the phone calls and services that technicians that are coming out. So maybe they have us flagged. You know, I got a call from the guy who came out this morning just, just a couple minutes ago, but, you know, we had to do the show, so. Um, oh, oh yeah, because uh, the the thing about me, I am, I am very pleasant. And like Roger said, I'm pleasant to a fault. So when I had called before, I was not happy. And I let them know that I was not happy. I didn't yell. I didn't scream. But my tone of my voice gets really, really stern. I ain't about no jokes. I'm about all about my money and my business. Because the thing about this is that we fight for you guys. Just as much as you guys want a show, we want to put out a show. And any hindrance to that makes me highly upset. Because we run our business and you guys pay us for a product and we want to give you that product. And if uh, AT&T interferes with that product, AT&T won't be here too much, too much longer. And it's just one of those things that when I had called uh, before, not only that, he was like, before I, before I got the phone, I even spoke to a manager, a supervisor and things like that. So I do think that they're monitoring how frequently we call. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things where the technician was out here today and we'll still, we're still having these issues. I'm not going to take too much longer this for the, for the simple fact that we want to give you guys the best. And if you hinder us giving you guys the best, you won't be taking none of our money anymore. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, I don't even know how we got on this topic at all, but this is the blackout tips podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher and Podomatic. Just search the blackout tips and we'll come up. Um, just uh leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. It's a great way to help the show out. We read all the five star reviews on the air live when we do our feedback show. So if you want to hear your voice on the show, your opinion, all this stuff, we don't care what the review is about. Even if you don't like us, leave us a five star review. Uh it definitely helps us out. Um you can also do stuff like uh go to the blackouttips.com, become a premium subscriber, so you can hear all of the premium episodes the spinoff shows the movie reviews mm-hmm. the the uh you know nerd off the the balls deep uh the lip smacking good uh the medium talks all these different uh podcasts that we do um uh, for your pleasure man and uh all the premium people seem to be quite pretty satisfied man they're always shouting us out saying hey man it's it's uh these are good interviews. This is good, um, you know, good TV, good shows, good reviews. Mm-hmm. So we try to keep it, uh, you know, keep that stuff fresh for you guys. And we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to eat, wouldn't be able to live, wouldn't be yeah. able to do what we do for a business. Yeah. And it, and it, and it, and it means uh, a whole lot to us because it's just one of those things where, um, as much as you guys, like I said before, don't, uh, when we're not here, you guys miss us. We we miss doing the show for you. So it's a mutual relationship between us and you guys. So we fight for y'all. Believe you me. Even when you guys don't know it, Roger's up all times of the day, all times of the night. So it's just one of those things where this is our baby and we love it. And we thank you guys for going along on the ride with us. Yeah. So uh, do all that stuff. Leave comments, vote in the polls, all that great stuff at theblackouttips.com. Um, you know, spread the word. We actually have a book club that we started mm-hmm. kind of, uh, haphazardly, but, uh, it's a thing now. So get into it. Yeah. Uh, you, it's the first post. You go to the blackouttips.com and it's right there. But, um, the first book we chose is Food Stamp Bitches. Uh, you can find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 for the digital copy, uh, to your Kindle device. Um, 
or you can uh get the physical copy i believe for like 11 dollars or something yeah, like that some people are getting we've seen both we've seen people get the physical snapshot of the book and we've seen people uh do a screenshot of their candle so we thank everybody that's joined the book club mm-hmm. i think what you said you don't give a month yeah uh we will the i've already got official date june the 5th will be when i expect everybody to be done reading it uh you can post your thoughts on the book uh for discussion in the uh the the post on the message board if you would like to do that um and we can discuss it there um if not you can save it and we'll try to uh, have a special you know episode where we review the book um mm-hmm. for the for the actual show it won't be a premium episode just a regular episode mm-hmm. so you don't have to worry about oh i i'm not premium i won't be able to listen to the review like no nah, mm-hmm. it's just for everybody so mm-hmm. Because um, we want everybody to do it and join, and we we plan on having a good time with it. And like I said, this is our first book club, so y'all be patient with us. Because I don't know how to run a book club. I don't think Roger knows how to run a book club. So you know, it's just one of those things where I'm just excited about it. Well, it's only 206 pages. I looked up Oprah's book club uh, instruction guide uh, today. So okay, good. You know, Got some pretty good instructions. So uh You know she been knowing she been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So you guys can check all that out. Um just go to the blackoutist.com and it's right there. Today's show Oh wait, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. And today's show is brought to you by tweakedaudio.com. Go to tweakedaudio.com and get you some earbuds that go right into your ears and you can, uh, they're high quality. You can listen to all kinds of stuff on them. You can listen to your iPod, uh, your, uh, your iPhone even. Uh, some of the headphones have microphones so that you can let wear them and talk on the phone at the same time. Uh, you go to the gym. They don't fall out your ears. They come with three different sizes of ear, inner ear, um, like adjustments. Um, and, uh, if they break, you get a lifetime guarantee. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't have to worry about, um, Break, you know, my earphone, my headphones broke. Now I'm out of headphones. That's what used to happen to me. But now, hey, I can just ship them back. Lifetime guarantee. Get a new pair of headphones. You can, you can't beat that at all. Yeah, and then in addition to that, you get 33% off and free shipping when you put in the code TBGWT upon checkout. So go to tweakedaudio.com and put in the code TBGWT to get a third off of your nice high quality earbuds. Um, that, like I said, come on a lifetime guarantee, uh, 33% off and free shipping. It's so, worth every dime, y'all. Yeah, many people have used it, and it's one of those deals where we continue to get money from it because people continue to go out and use it. You know, you can gift it to people for birthdays. Yeah, and a and, lot of people been doing that. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Buy your mom a pair for Mother's Day, you know. it's mm-hmm. Like, it's such a great gift to give because it's the last headphones that they'll ever right. get. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Um, you know, treat yourself and treat your family and stuff. Um, all right. So let's get into different things that happened this week. Um, although I do, uh, I, I was thinking about some stuff, you know, some random thoughts. Go ahead. And, uh, the first one was, you know how dudes always say like, I have a man cave, which I've always thought was weird because to me, your house is your house. Mm Mm-hmm. But I guess people get so into like different gender roles and stuff that they have to have like the their you know man cave. There's like there's this idea that the house is the woman's, the house belongs to the to your woman. And this is one area she can't put her shit. Right, and you have one area that she allots for you that you can 
that that is for sports and video games and things that men find fun but of course no woman would find fun because women <laughs> are so. made of uptightness a lot of them are but you know but that's I enjoyed it uh, it's too. obviously a stereotype you don't have to acquit yes. yourself I'm, I'm being sarcastic here <laughs> but but um you know they do the man cave thing and you know you get to put your tacky uh big head posters up of uh you know ben roethlisberger raping a cheerleader or something you get to have like you know uh a big old tv and all this shit and i've never really subscribed to this because i'm like if i pay the rent and you pay the rent why the fuck do you get to have anything like all of this you know what i mean like why would i be well just give me one room honey just give me the garage like we're fucking adults Yep, and it's one of those things where it would probably be our room. Like, that shit would probably like a kid's uh, playland, mm-hmm. you know, because we would have all kinds of shit up, but it would be shit that we both wanted in there because it would be a space that we both used and enjoyed. Right, so I don't think, you know, I've, I, I've always thought that was weird, but I was wondering, like, how come it never works the other way? Why don't you ever hear that women have a woman cave? Uh, you know, like a man runs the rest of the house. It's all sports, video games, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she has one room with frilly pillows and stuffed animals and you, you know, sewing machines and whatever. You, yeah, that's, and that's the woman cave, but you never hear it referred to as that. No, it's not a woman's cave, but it is called a sewing room. It is called a hobby room. Yeah, know? but it's not called a woman cave. Now, is no. that because women already have a vagina? So woman cave and vagina is kind of the same thing, and nobody wants to get it confused. Is I don't know. I you guess, know, I want to go into your woman cave, cave. tonight. <laughs> she was thinking like, what you want to have sex? I think that for it's more manly. Like a cave just sign. Just, I mean, just sounds manly and prehistoric. Like my cave. Like you know, this is my space. And you know, when a cave is very limited, it's very dark. You know, and it's one of those things where he's like, you, you stay out of here, woman. Yeah, I don't know, man. It just seems like women will have women caves. That's all I'm saying. Y'all call it something different, I guess. We do. We do. Because, uh, you know, if a woman has a sewing room and it has all her sewing shit in there, she don't want you coming in there fucking with her shit if it's all organized and laid out and stuff. So she's like, hey, this is my shit. That's your shit. Don't fuck with my shit. I won't touch the control on the TV. I was watching uh, Netflix today. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got to the end of Justice League Unlimited. And when you get to the end, it suggests three other programs that you could watch. You know, like, hey, watch Justice League. You might want to watch, you know, Batman Under the Red Hood. Or you might want to watch, um, you know, Buffy or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And Netflix has this thing that it does where if you haven't watched something, it calculates all the other ratings that you gave other things that you did watch. And it guesses what you would rate the next thing okay so it's like this is rated three and a half stars our best guess for rod is 3.7 now i can't give it 3.7 i can only give it four or i can give it five or i can give it three but there's no 3.7 stars right um but every it works and it's so ingenious because every time i see that i'm like huh i'll be the judge of that You're like, yo, you think it's slick Netflix? Mm-mm, no, Not no. I don't know if I get it. Me how to yeah. start. Maybe I give it a two. You don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I watch it, and and I, and it works because I keep like I, I feel challenged, and I keep watching shit that I wouldn't normally watch. Ah, that's people like you gonna watch this shit and like it. Yeah, it's like I watched the Grandmaster. I was like, I don't even like this. You was wrong. 
you thought i was gonna give it a four two stars it's like oh you only gave this two stars well i think you would love to watch mortal kombat i'm like god damn it <laughs> now i gotta watch this shit it's a, it's a big ass trick yes netflix is is very uh smart and uh while we're speaking on netflix i uh i've been rolling through arrow like a g and the first season of arrow if you're not an arrow uh, you need to get a life arrow is greatness the Mm -hmm. first season of arrow is on netflix and people can say what the fuck they want to say about netflix but netflix has netflix has turned streaming and actually heard people's complaints and shit like that and they made it for people who really sits there for hours and watch because the first season of arrow man i put that shit on i could go in i could watch it on xbox i could watch it on the xbox one it could it would pick right up where i dropped off um i would sit there and watch three or four shows in a row and as soon as it ends it would do this thing where it would go up in the corner one episode stop next episode starts and if you watch it so long you don't interrupt it and netflix will come up like hey are you still watching you know want to be sure you ain't going to sleep or no shit like that and it was lovely mm-hmm. you bought you got it on amazon prime the second season which i know it's not finished but i'm rolling through that right now it's amazon instant video oh yeah. amazon. It's an application on the uh, xbox and uh certain like tablets and stuff yes um it's not user friendly i you know i'm rolling through it because i really want to watch arrow but whoever designed that has terrible design because every time i go into shit I have to go and pick the episode I was in. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I go in, it just don't pick up. But like, hey, you was on episode five. Let's start here. It was like, no. You come in, you got to go episode one, skip. Episode two, skip. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then once I en- once it ends, unless I'm doing some shit wrong, mm-hmm. once it ends, it ends. So then I'm like, okay, uh, you don't automatically program and roll to the next one. It's like, bitch, you got to go and plug. I was like, this is some bullshit. Mm, these first world problems. Very first world problems. <laughs> Netflix has spoiled me. Sounds like you're a nerd now. <laughs> I, I guess I am. <laughs> I, I'm that new age nerd, but this is some shit I'm fussing and complaining about. Yes, I am. Yeah, I feel like it does on the Xbox One. Like that, that it rolls to the next one. And I feel like I, when I was watching, um, I don't know. I feel like when I was watching, uh, oh, you know what? Maybe it takes you back out and then you just have to pick the next episode, but you just basically hit right and then you hit the next episode. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I have to take a look at it. It might be different on the 360 as opposed to the one. I about to say, maybe I don't got the setup right, but I was like, Mm-mm, this is not user friendly. You need to be rolling on your own. Yeah, but, uh, Arrow is really good. So, I mean, I've been telling people for years, everybody should watch it, mm-hmm. uh, for, for a year and some change now. Yeah, and if each, 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 uh, episode gets better and better. And I, I know I'm in there by myself and I remember, uh, watching you and Chris and all them and stirring all them. But like, you watch it, you watch it, like, nigga, nigga. And I was like, they are really enjoying this. And now I watch it and I'm like, nigga you gotta be kidding me so uh that's my shout out to arrow get on arrow if you ain't on the chip yeah well, yeah it's good it's a real good show man now, i suggest everybody go to their woman cave and watch it ah yes uh, please do which means that woman's vagina i'm guessing <laughs> um lay on your flitty lay on your pillows and your fluffy stuff and watch it so um <laughs> so uh that was a big controversy this is it was the the weekend of controversy, small controversies that I didn't think were big deals, but 
other people thought were big deals so i thought we would talk about it mm-hmm. and i'm not telling people that they can't think something is a big deal but you know um i don't think these things are big deals and um i didn't tell anybody that they're overreacting or to be ashamed but i just think they they are overreacting and that it's not a big deal but it, comedy is subjective here's here's some here's the first one i'll put the picture up i put this picture up on our facebook page mm-hmm. i think this thing got over like nine thousand um views oh my we only have four thousand facebook fans yeah so folks were sharing yeah like people were clicking this sharing it very upset telling people um what it is is a picture of what looks to be in my opinion a latino uh father holding a shotgun to the prom day of his latino daughter who's smiling and the boy is looking like he's scared of the gun and uh he doesn't have his hand on the trigger or anything but the assumption is they pose for this it's the typical cliche of the the overbearing the overprotective father you mm-hmm. better not you better bring my girl home you know whatever don't be out there fucking up yeah, yeah obviously the date is happening you know what i mean like this is not this is not a uh, can't, this is not a, fi- a candid camera. Like, they didn't accidentally catch this picture. Yes, they, they purposely. They posed for it as funny, you know? So everybody was in and everybody knew what was happening. Yeah, so a lot of people got upset. Now, I mean, I understand. I mean, there's obviously the, the intimation of, uh, George Zimmerman, I think, maybe some residual, you know, hatred or, mm-hmm uh upsetness over that you know i can and i can understand you know latino man pointing a shotgun a young black kid who's about to go on a date with uh uh with a pretty young bitch uh with a uh but a a quote-unquote white looking latina so that people immediately jumped the race now when i saw it i didn't really jump the race at all i just thought Mm -hmm. ha you know that's you know funny thing i i wouldn't joke with a gun like that it's not my thing, but at the same time, I'm not comfortable with guns at all. Like, nope. I, you know, I, I don't think there's anything funny about, uh, pointing a gun at me, uh, personally. But if you want to do that shit with each other and make jokes, you're more than fucking welcome to it. I'll laugh at your jokes. Um, it was weird because I remember in Bad Boys 2, this is one of the gags that Mike Lowry and, uh, you know, Martin pulled on this, this boy who came to like, take martin's daughter to the prom or something like that and will was acting crazy and pulled a gun on him and the audience was out of their seats laughing like just on the ground laughing so hard and i and i thought it was a universally people a lot of people think that's one of their favorite movies still today i thought it was universally appreciated as a funny gag obviously it's a movie no one was in real danger in this case, in this situation, it's obviously just a picture. No one's in real danger. Um, but it, you know, and I, and I know in some states you can actually sue for assault if someone points a gun at you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I did not find this to be controversial. 8,000 and something hits. I want to say 90 comments. People going back and forth. Yeah. People were upset, man. Like people were really taking it like, something racist happened here or uh, you know a lot of people are looking at it like if this is my son so it's like uh you know hey uh 
don't you don't play like that with my child you know like it's funny now but if someone did this to your kid what would you do you know i and i i just didn't think it was a big deal man but and what do you think i mean i'm guessing this is your first time seeing this picture i think for me and this is just my personal opinion it's just one of those things where when people see it people have a tendency to see stuff and don't give a fuck about context context Mm -hmm. of what's happening what's going on or any of that shit and i think that people automatically seen a black boy and we just went the fuck off they didn't care about anything else happening in that picture they just seen a black boy with a gun pointed at him with somebody that was not black yeah and I think that it sparked a lot of people that, like you say, were angry by, still angry by George Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. They're still angry about racism. Like a lot, and, and, and also I think that there are things that when it comes to race and racism that needs to be discussed, but every single thing that happens does not have, does not always have something to do with race. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think when you deal with people, that have been oppressed and you deal with people that have uh, have dealt with a lot of racial issues to them to a lot of people not me everything is race regardless of what's happening and it's one of those things where we talked about before where it's the boy that cries wolf every battle quote unquote ain't a battle and because we live in the age where everything is an instant everybody has to get instantly outraged instantly sad instantly depressed and all that stuff and most people won't even take the time to find out uh the background behind this snapshot they just mm-hmm. go it's a picture of a black boy with a gun in his face i'm mad and that's how you get posts like that yeah i, I do think people are um a bit uptight about stuff like that mm-hmm. but i mean i like i said i get it because i think guns can, are dangerous i think people being irresponsible with guns are dangerous and all this shit but it's mostly because i'm don't come from a gun culture i don't no. hang around them mm-hmm. uh i understand there's a certain amount of uh you know safety involved in this picture you know i saw people comment on it that own guns and they were like well he's you know holding the gun a certain way away from the trigger it's probably not loaded um you know i'm pretty sure that they didn't impromptu take this picture no um and you know it i like if he was holding a, a toy water pistol to him or something i get it you know um, I just think it's a joke. Um, I think there's a lot of patriarchy in the joke of the stay away from my daughter's fresh vagina. You know, the, it's almost like the father daughter dance thing that they do mm-hmm. with the, you know, giving away virginity and shit. And I think that's kind of a tired trope, but this nigga ain't a comedian. He's just a dude trying to take a funny picture. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I like, I just couldn't grasp the anger that, um, that a lot of people have but i'm also not anti-gun like that no i'm not yeah you're uh, getting a lot of those folks too yeah i don't think everything is uh i don't think this particularly necessarily was about anyone's race involved Mm -mm. um maybe could have been more sensitive or something like that um i definitely understand um but uh you know i you know i i I didn't want to fight anybody i'm just giving my opinion like everybody else but Mm -hmm. You know, and I, and also I understand, you know, maybe if I was a parent, I, I do understand. And I was looking at this as a parent, I might be like, no, um, I don't, you know, I don't appreciate y'all, um, using my son as a prop like this. 
you know what i mean like i, I could understand that kind of if that was the point of well, I didn't approve this picture, but we don't actually know his parents didn't approve. But uh, we sure don't. You know, Everybody's just making that assumption. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I laughed at it. I I don't know. And I saw a lot of people going off on Twitter, like if my son was dating one of the enemies in the first place, it's like okay, it's see, it's, you're it's, already at a level that I'm not like how like so I I'm supposed to understand that that's a joke, but the picture is too much for me. Like I don't know, it seems like a joke. Seem yeah. like a joke, a joke I wouldn't make, but a joke that I get nonetheless. And I, if those people all consented to take that picture, who gives a fuck? Yep. And you know I, what else is weird? A lot of people were like, "Well, the son, he's gonna end up fucking her by the end of the night anyway, so he wins." I'm like, "What are y'all talking about?" Like, it's just. <laughs> so, and that's is also, that what winning is now? That's also making an assumption, and it's just one yeah. of those things where everybody on everything, regardless of what it is, on Facebook and Twitter and all these uh, platforms, uh, whenever they see anything, they automatically look for an angle. They automatically look for a think piece. They automatically look for what can I do to put this on my platform to build my brand, you know, to make everybody click on my links. They really could. A lot of people could give a fuck about this photo or the people in the photo. A lot of times people have a tendency to take shit and make everything about them. And some people use race and racism as an excuse to draw people to you. When in the reality, at the end of the day, a lot of y'all ain't standing for shit. No way. You, a lot of y'all ain't, ain't out here really helping people like you're supposed to anyway. A lot of y'all just faking the phone just to put your name out there. Because a lot of the real workers that are really, really working hard, I mean, the you don't know who these people are. A lot of the people that's on the street corners and all that stuff you don't know who they are a lot of them are too busy doing too much shit to spend hours on twitter on facebook on instagram and on google plus they don't have time for that why because they're out there doing the shit that you're posting and tweeting about and i'm not saying i'm not saying that everybody that does this isn't doing their job it isn't working hard but a large percentage of y'all are not yeah i don't know man i don't feel like they were like they weren't trying to be activists about it. I think people just didn't think it was funny. I don't think they were like, We're gonna go to this man's house or find him or get him fired or no, it wasn't no, like that. It wasn't no, a movement. I know I'm just saying a lot of people's posting and comments and you talk about their posts and the retweets, a lot of that comes from that standpoint too, where people go, Well, I need to get mad, I need to get angry, I need to go rile people up, let me go retweet this, let me go repost this and I think that that's also has to do with the huge comments. Well, I think also. they were legitimately angry though. I don't think they were just let me drum up anger i think they looked at this they thought of their kid or whatever their son one day taking somebody to the prom and thought motherfucker you better not the same way i we've talked about stuff on this show and you've seen a picture and reacted to it on some you better not touch my child or you know we don't even have a kid and you get mad (laughs) so i mean i think a lot of people were just upset like that i don't think they were starting a crusade I, i i really don't think it was that like, that's the thing that's funny. I don't think it was that serious one way or the other. I looked at it and went, ha, I get it. Yeah. Moved on. Didn't, like I said, I'm more shocked it's controversial because even if I was upset, it wouldn't really register with me. It's just more like, okay, these three people decided this would be funny. It's not funny to me. Move on. You know, but it was, you know, I don't know, man. I, we cover way more fucked up shit 
every day. Yeah, this we is, do. This is absolutely nothing to me. Yeah, we do it. And, but and, it got 8,000 hits on our page, and, man. And, and don't get that many posts or retweets or anything yeah. like that. It's serious, serious Maybe stuff. people on Facebook aren't listening to the episodes. Maybe that's what it is. I feel like we yeah. should get 90 replies minimum every episode. It's like, I didn't think this was crazy funny. <laughs> but uh, Why? Because you posted it over here where most of us just like stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, you can bring up guns and all this shit. Another thing that, you know, got a lot of coverage um, on our website, on our Facebook page. You guys should all be at join our Facebook page, Blackout Tips, on Facebook. I don't know why you aren't, but uh, you should already be there. Um, there was this picture where a uh, father, father or mother, it looks like a father to me, but you can't really tell um, 100%, but it looks like it's wearing a quote-unquote wife beater shirt in the background and you don't see no titties so i'm assuming that's his dad uh-huh. that did this but uh it was a picture posted to instagram uh by og kermit and it says since my son want to act like he grown in school i got that nigga a grown man haircut nigga gonna learn today he basically took his son's fro and shaved the top into a cul-de-sac like george jefferson uh eddie shaved a ball spot in the back i noticed um and this also caused a lot of controversy on our facebook page mm-hmm. people were all like some people were very upset some people thought it was hilarious but um not everybody agreed man like a lot of people were like uh this is unacceptable uh this is fucked up he's scarring that kid for life um and what made me what it just made me think how like um, we're at a point now where I think any punishment my parents did to me would have been highly debated on the internet. Uh-huh. And a lot of stuff that, and a lot of discipline that we have would have been just child abuse. They'd be thrown in jail. Yeah. Like, um, I, one, I don't like, I think people really assumed a lot here because a lot of people kind of assume that, well, this kid's going to be extremely embarrassed and it's going to follow him around forever. And I'm like, do we know if this kid even has Instagram? But do we even know if this kid has any social media or if his friends are following his father on social media? We don't know that this became a viral sensation for this kid. We just know this one picture that people think is funny. Yeah. Now, it's, what's weird to me is I think less than a week ago, you had people highly, um, like contesting the idea of Mimi Foss having a sex tape affecting her child's life. And then you have this where like, this will, this is child abuse. I'm like, well, if you're one of those people that thinks, you know, having a sex tape has no effect on your child's life, people need to get over it and kids and all this stuff will be understanding and they'll, it'll be fine for the kid growing up. Why is this worse? They're the same shit to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, not same shit, but just mm-hmm. the same tactic of it's the internet and, people do go too far sometimes yeah yes I so agree. i if it's like i would think this would probably be just as embarrassing to a kid if not you know less um a lot of that just depends on your perspective and how you view and how you uh look at it and it's one of those things where um i i think that the haircut is fucked up and it's funny i ain't even gonna lie the picture is very funny uh, but at the same time, it's one of those things where because we live in an age where you literally can't breathe hard on your child and you're going to get handcuffed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of parents like I have to think of an ulterior motive now to um, be a parent. Mm-hmm. And I feel as though when mm-hmm. it comes to parents and parenting, um, just my personal opinion, that shit needs to stay off the internet. That's just me. Yeah. Well, you know what I was going to say is for both cases in this, I would just say while I laughed at both, it does go back to something I've covered many times on this show. People have disagreed with me many times about this shit, but I think parents need to not put the discipline of their kid on the internet, not because I think it's so harmful to the kid or whatever, but because it seems to me like parenting shouldn't be about going viral. No. It shouldn't be about getting the most likes. It shouldn't be about getting the most followers. You should parent because you want to be a good parent. I actually think this kid going to school with this haircut and being embarrassed is perfectly good parenting. There's nothing wrong with public humiliation. Your precious little snowflakes fuck up. And sometimes they learn a lesson. My brother one time stole my dad's uh scissors or clippers from from uh his room and tried to put a larry johnson part in his head even though my dad did not allow us to have parts at the time he fucked it up the part was like two or three inches wide it looked terrible like a big ass (laughs) gash of hair was just missing out of his head and you know my father my father came home he could have shaved it bald but you know what he did he let him fucking wear that shit to school he said do you want to you know the difference between a good haircut and a bad haircut two weeks grow it back (laughs) grow it back and then you'll discover it that you shouldn't have did that shit. that shit no more. And if, if my father posted that picture to Instagram today and, you know, like, you know, if we were all that age and he posted, you would get half the people going, this is wrong. He should have saved the little boy's head. There's no reason to further humiliate him. And I'm like, this, like, I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, you, I, I, you fucked up. You learned some responsibility today. That, that's true. And, but I also think that it, to me, it needs to be a balance. And I'm like, if you are a parent and you are a concerned parent, your concern should be about the welfare and the safety of your child and the discipline of your child, not what other people think about your discipline of your child. If you are a good parent and you're not beating and abusing them. Mm-hmm. And it's just one of those things that when you do this, I think that there has to be a line drawn. Now, there are some things I think are funny and hilarious and things like that. But there are some things that I've seen out there that I was like, you know what? I personally think that this is too far, but everybody draws that line at Do you think spots. this is too far? You think this is too far? Like somebody on our Facebook page said, um, this is like promoting him to get bullied at school. Hey, it's not abuse, but there's a difference between disciplining your kid and being publicly humiliated. I think public humiliation can be used to discipline your kid. Hmm. I, yeah, and I, I yeah, it, it it depends on your child. It, yes, it can be a good tactic, uh, but at the same time, uh, as a child in in those shoes, it's uh, put like this. It depends on what. Uh, what form of tactic that you use will depend on the form of public communication. And it's just one of those things where as a child, that shit ain't cool. As a kid, that shit is embarrassing. Um, as a child, you will get picked on. You will get people will say stuff about you does it even like that. Does it even matter what the kid was doing at school? Because nobody really knows. Does, it, that, does it matter? That's true too. Nobody knows. If he was knows. like, say, skipping class or 
picking on other kids or getting in fights or something like that does it matter that you know because to me the and maybe it's the stereotypical man ideals that i'm you know was raised with or whatever but to me this is what a father in your life does a lot of times is the tough shit you know i feel like a lot of times women get to kind of be quote-unquote soft on kids you know where the father has to be the one where it's like let him tough this out like he'll just have to like it's tough love to a certain extent and you know i'm sure when my mom came home and saw my brother with that big ass part in his head she was like cut just cut just cut his hair bald and let him go to school bald (laughs) and and my dad's like no you know what I mean? Like, and that, that, and that's just, I can't say all men, all women, obviously not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something that happened in my household. My father was the, typically the one like, no, let that little motherfucker suffer like he's supposed to. You know, like he clearly did something wrong. Our job isn't to like not give him, to help him avoid the consequences because if we do, he'll just do that shit again. Now, 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 okay, now that perspective i agree now he's not putting his hands on the kid no he's not uh you know physically abusing them Mm -hmm. he didn't that we don't know for a fact what he called him or anything like that but i'm just going by the evidence we have we don't have any evidence he was calling them names anything like that now i've seen stuff on world star hip-hop and shit where i thought you know this is too far where you know it's hey you sleeping with somebody and they walk in and choke their kid out with a belt and that's supposed to be good parenting and i'm like well that's 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 obviously against the law yes this ain't against the law to shave your kid's head and and go go to school like that and you won't i guarantee you won't do that shit again i mean what 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 is supposed to be in the easel in the in the toolbox of the parent at this point you know like it's one of the reasons I wouldn't put this shit on the internet is because somebody always got a stupid ass opinion. You know, someone true. always got some shit that worked for them, but not everybody else. You know, yeah, yeah, I, I meet people all the time. It's like, well, my parents just talked to me. Okay. That's cool. My parents couldn't have done that with me. Oh no. You oh, know what ain't I mean? No telling what I would be. Cause my, my, my ass for, for about uh, the span of four or five years, I think my mama was in the best goddamn shape of her life because she had to beat my ass all the time because I was like, oh, bitch, fuck you. And she was like, okay, fuck me, fuck you. And then she would spank my ass because yeah. I was just rebellion, rebellious. And I was like, I, and children go through that phase. And right. Every and child is different. People don't want to admit that the kids are different. They act like you read a book and then the fucking kid comes with a manual and an instruction guide and it just, everybody's the fucking same. And I don't think so, man. Like, you know, some kids are different. I know I was different. I know I was different from uh, other kids um, coming up. I I know for a fact I would have ran over my parents if they didn't have any discipline. And I know for a fact a whooping has saved my life before. Uh, Because that whooping is the shit that was talking to me when motherfuckers was like, hey, man, let's go go do such and such. And it's some dangerous shit. And that whooping was like, you know, you need to have your ass in by streetlights. Yes. I was like, who was that? It's like, it's me, the whooping that you're supposed to get. The ghost of whooping's passed. And I'm telling your ass to come in before streetlights come on. Is that a flicker? Is that a flicker? Nigga, run! Run! Like, that, like, that was, that was nothing but those whoopings doing that, man. So, you know, and, 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 you know, my father didn't just whoop us for everything. There was some other things we had to do, you know, along with, you know, I remember one time I got publicly, uh, humiliated. Um, we were, uh, doing something in the garden um 
and i wanted to go play basketball and the basketball goal and the the people that played there were like i don't know um maybe uh a hundred feet from where we were at uh 200 feet they were playing basketball and i wanted to go down there so bad and i wasn't paying attention to what i was supposed to be doing in the garden and um i was moping and you know huffing and hawing and him and hawing and shit and it was, i started noticing it was getting dark so now i really wanted to go before everybody went in and you know I, I i think i just like kept either kept asking him or kept making a you know pouting and making a big deal and talking shit and my dad hit me with the wood part of a hoe like the part that's the handle mm-hmm. and it hurt like shit like it mm-hmm. you know if that shit would have been caught on tape niggas would have been like find this man un- make him unemployed take this kid from him um and more importantly what hurt more than getting hit with that fucking thing which hurt like a motherfucker was that all my friends saw it and started laughing and all i could think was uh i guess i won't be playing ball today these niggas ain't gonna clown me but you know it was this moment though where it's like i know that if that was for the internet uh it would have been an eight thousand hits everybody arguing and shit but yeah. it was a moment for me my dad and the eight people at the basketball court that day yeah and i had to take that l but i would not go back and be like well that was he's a bad father that was bad parenting right there because i thought it was fine like i mean i it worked i hold the shit out of that garden we got done that <laughs> night yes because it was like motherfucker you wasting my goddamn time yeah so i i don't know man and and, and also too I and no i didn't have a cowboy boots on leonard uh brothers i was a grown-ass kid like i was about 16 or so <laughs> go ahead Karen. and also i think that uh like i said everything isn't meant to be on the internet there and i think it needs to be a balance and some people go too far and some people feel like this is not far enough just depend on who you ask and i can say everybody's different like for me I remember, I don't know how old I was. I could have been more than seven or eight. And my mama had had me a birthday party. And uh, my friends and things were over at the birthday party. And I showed my ass. I deserved that ass whooping. I cut up. I flipped the food because I was like, I'm in front of my friends. I'm going to do what I want to do. I was back talking, being sassy. I, I mean, I was showing my rear end black ass. And my mom was like, oh, you want to cut a fool? I'm going to cut a fool, too. And she reached out to get me, and I took off and started running. Mm-hmm. I will never do that shit again. because I, and, and on top of that, I was so dumb. I took off and started running in a fenced-in backyard. Where the fuck I thought I was going to go, I don't know. But that's what it did. And she was running after me, and she was like, Bitch, I catch you. I'm a beat your ass. And I was running like a fool. And she caught me and she whipped my ass in front of all my friends, ended the party, and sent everybody home. Mm, like and Ike w- Turner. Yes, and was like, um, until you act like you got some goddamn sense, no more for you. And she was like, if I ever have to run after you again, that'll be the last goddamn time I'm running. Yeah. And I looked at her like, oh shit, this bitch might kill me all right, I better act like I got some sense. Yeah, um, I actually, uh, someone just put in the chat, because I was thinking the one thing that everybody runs to is like, well, just put them in time out, D, talk to them. Um, but it's the internet. Everybody has a fucking opinion. There's a AHAparenting.com has a what's wrong with timeouts. 
uh, think peace everybody thinks something wrong with this like there's always like people really think you're just supposed to talk to your kids like an adult they will understand Mm -hmm. regardless regarding regardless of their their immaturity and the fact that they're a child they will go oh i didn't see it that way and then the kid will behave exactly how you want so yeah it like it's raising your kid the reason like i said i don't have any problem with i don't even have a problem with the dude with the gun and the prom picture i think that was a discipline that was a joke but i don't even have a problem with that but in the picture with the kid that got his hair cut off i don't have a problem with that shit because guess what there's no fucking instruction manual no and if that kid was at school i don't know doing something ridiculous like let's say he was uh trying to hump little girls or some shit y'all would all be like oh oh he needs counseling and uh therapy and uh, his ass whooped like we don't know what the kid did i just say keep it off the internet because I don't know your kid and I don't want to be responsible for raising them. That's true. And too. I don't know what's abuse and what's not for you and your kid specifically. Mm-hmm. So keep the shit off the internet. I don't know why people are putting, and these are two tame examples. I've seen videos of people literally kicking their kids ass like they're fighting a grown man. Mm-hmm. I, like, why are you picking up your phone to take a picture of that? Yeah. And it's just one of those things where we live in an age where people think no discipline is the way. But a child is a child, and a child will see what they can get away with. And I did not realize how much having discipline, even if your discipline was strictly timeout, even if you was that type of a child, you had some form of discipline in your life, and your parents didn't let you do what the fuck you wanted to do. Because I've seen the outcome of children whose parents let them do what the fuck they wanted to do when it comes to the real world. We all know that kid. We were like... That parent was that kid's friend, and that kid turned out real fucked up. They 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 do some fucked up shit. They do crazy. They do shit that just don't make any sense because they know they're not being disciplined. They cuss their parents out. They cuss their mama out. We've covered articles where the child stabbed everybody in the house. Why? Because the child didn't fear anybody. And it's just one of those things where uh, I think that I didn't realize it till I got to college. And my mama had me disciplined at a very, very young age. I think before middle school, I woke my ass up. I caught the bus for myself. I, I, I did a lot of shit. When you deal with people, when you go to college that are, you know, 18, 19, 20 years old who don't know how to set a fucking alarm clock, don't know how to dress themselves, you be like, why? You know, you depended on your parents to do all this shit for you? Mm-hmm. Come on now. Here's the latest controversy after this. Um, we actually uh, have a... Uh Saturday Night Live, which I thought was pretty funny what I saw of it Saturday. Uh, Kenan got a couple skits in. He was uh, Leon uh, from the NAACP. Yeah, Leon Jenkins. Uh, That was good. (laughs) He just showed up at the end of, like, Donald Sterling's giving a press conference and all the black people he knew was basically coming through voucher for him. Uh, Dennis Rodman and all this shit, but... Uh, the Leon Jenkins part was my favorite. Ken- Keenan was only on there for like 30 seconds, but he just shut up. He's like, hey, hey, man, hey, <laughs> T- $10 million, man. Hey, hey, got, got put your kids through college, uh, $10 million, you know, but uh. that, that was funny. But, um, the, the controversial part was the weekend update, um, not the, uh, black weekend update. Let go. Um, just a Saturday Night Live weekend update. 
leslie jones who's uh one of the i think black writers for um snl i know they hired two black writers and then shazir zamata who is gonna be like the black um um what do you call it uh uh i don't know she's like on the uh in front of the camera more i don't know you know like she's been in skits and all this stuff like that uh but uh she's a stand-up comedian so she does have you know background in comedy she's not just uh a person that you know just randomly showed up or whatever uh she's been a feature performer uh, at the Just for Laughs Fest- Festival in Montreal, and the Aspen Comedy Festival in 2011. She had a 1-hour comedy special, Problem Child that was broadcast on Showtime, and she's now one of the writing staff for Saturday Night Live. They okay. said they hired two black female writers mm-hmm. when they hired Shazir Zamana and I was like that is actually more progressive than hiring a black female um uh, just to be in front of the camera. Yes. Because, like, perspective is what a, a lot of this stuff comes from. That's right. I wouldn't be surprised if she's behind some of my favorite new skits they're doing. Yes. Like, they had one about the um, the Bajancy, which is about the army of Beyonce. And um, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. How when you say you don't like, like, any negative thing about Beyonce, like, Wicked ugly. They, it, like they will track you down and put you in prison mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, they had Jack and Chloe from 24 in the skit and they showed up and they were like, come with us if you want to live trying to save, uh, Andrew Garfield. And they were, he was like, what's wrong? How'd you guys get there? And they had a tattoo of Rihanna on their necks and underneath it said, pick the wrong one. So like, um, you know, it was just a lot of like funny stuff and that stuff exists on black Twitter and social media. I guarantee those black women get like, that's their jokes probably. Mm-hmm. I, I seriously doubt white people even understand or came up with that Mm-mm. and i was laughing like shit because i was like that is awesome in addition to being like part of black culture that's just extremely funny yes so she got in front of the camera for black weekend update and i'll i'll play it for you and uh we'll get your thoughts afterwards it's about two two minutes about three minutes this week nupita nyong'o was named the most beautiful person in the world by people magazine here with her thoughts is our in-house image expert, Leslie Jones. Woo! Thank you very much, Colin. Hello, everybody. Uh, I wanted to come out here tonight and congratulate Lapita on winning People's Most Beautiful Person. And I Can agree I that she is very beautiful. But for me, personally, I'm waiting for them to put out the most useful list. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where I'm going to shine. Most useful. That's what I said, you delectable Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you a question. If you walked in a club and you saw me and Lapita standing at the bar, who would you pick? Wow. Yeah, I know. You would pick Lapita. Wow. But let me ask you this. If you was in the parking lot (laughs) and three Crips is about to whoop your ass, (laughs) who you gonna pick then? I would pick you. You're damn right you would. And that's my point. The way we view black beauty has changed. Look at me. See, see, I'm single right now. But back in the slave days, I would have never been single. <laughs> I'm six feet tall and I'm strong, Colin. Strong! I mean, look at me. I'm a mandingo. You're not saying you'd rather be a slave, no, right? No, that is not what I'm saying. I do not want to be a slave. Hell, I don't like working for you white people right now. And y'all pay me. <laughs> I'm just saying that back in the slave days, my love life would have been way better. 
Master would have hooked me up with the best brother on the plantation. And every nine months, I'd be in the corner having a super baby. Every nine months. Every nine months, I'd just be in the corner just popping them out, just shit. Kobe. LeBron. Timbo Slice. Sinbad. 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 That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I would be the number one slave draft pick. All of the plantations would want me. I'd be on television like LeBron announcing which plantation I was going to go to. I would be like, I'd like to take my talents to South Carolina. <laughs> I do believe that there's going to be a lot of opportunities there for me. <laughs> now, I can't even get a brother to take me out for a cheap dinner. I mean, damn, can a bitch get a beef bowl? <laughs> can a bitch get a beef bowl? Can a bitch get a beef bowl? Let's <laughs> So, of course, very controversial, Karen. Mm. <laughs> Not. Uh, you don't see the controversy, Karen? There's a lot of controversy going on around this. Mm. What? Okay, I'm listening to who, who was mad. Uh, a lot of people were mad. They were saying that, you know, uh, she should not be, um, you know, making jokes about slavery. Um, which is, you know, what to me, one of those weird things that people, uh, <laughs> slavery is one of those things where everybody that says you can't joke about it also don't want to talk about it. Right. So it's, it's like, well, when can we talk about it? Well, let's never talk about it. It's like, well, motherfuckers, somebody's going to talk about this at some point. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, apparently, um, uh, the New York, the NY daily news wrote up that, uh, a lot of controversy um and uh people were tweeting about it um uh but uh she basically tweeted that it was ridiculous that people were getting mad mm-hmm. um and uh you know there's all kinds of stuff in the comic, comic book uh but uh you know she is a black woman um i think um some of uh it was actually uh who's it brandy one of our friends of the show, mm-hmm. comedian on Twitter, mm-hmm. she said she thinks um, she got a lot of flack because she's not traditionally, quote unquote, attractive in the way that, yeah. like, which is what the joke's about, which is ironic. Like if, like if someone who looked like Lapita or uh, Shazir Zamata or um, Jennifer Williams was up there making these same jokes, she thinks there wouldn't be as big a backlash because mm-hmm. it'd be like, oh, well, she's still attractive, but since mm-hmm. she has these. Uh, you know, she's six feet tall. She's bigger. She, uh, has, uh, she, she's darker skin. She mm-hmm. has, a, you know, the, her hair is, is, is like that, that, uh, kind of sh- short and, and, and straight or whatever. She was saying that apparently, um, people, uh, you know, people t- probably took it negative when it didn't need to be. I agree. And also, I think that that was a part of her joke. I think also that uh, black people have a problem with what's considered beautiful. And it's just one of those things where they, where a lot of people feel like if you present something to America, it has to fit a certain stereotype. And if you go outside of that stereotype, uh, we have problems and issues with it. I didn't have a problem with her doing it. I didn't have a problem with it being funny. I didn't have, and she probably wrote it. I think a lot of people don't like, 
for black people to be painted in any negative light whatsoever. We do deal with yeah. a lot of those folks. And also, I think that because she was very, her presence was demanding. Her presence for a lot of people may have been one of those things where they felt like you uh, were too harsh. Like, mm-hmm. not, not harsh as speaking to him, harsh as far as your presentation. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare you go on Saturday Night Live and show your aggressiveness? How dare you go and show a part of us which we try to hide? Because there are people that really feel like this. They really feel like I, you know, because we already have the the oh, a black a black woman is quote unquote angry. How dare you go on there and be aggressive in a light that we quote unquote don't approve? And like you say, her image has a lot to do with everything. Because if this image would have been presented by anybody else that fit a stereotype that they quote unquote thought was okay it would not have been a problem but my thing is that in my personal opinion it probably wouldn't have been as funny it was funny because she did it like you say yeah. a six foot tall woman dark skin hair uh looked like it was like an afro spiked out and i also think that she was kind of outside of what is the standard definition of beauty so it's a lot of black people who have white people's definition of beauty, and that's something people don't want to talk about either. Hey, you know what's what was what's worse to me? People complain because they wanted black women represented on this show. Yes, they got what they want, and I said, "Oh God, I remember saying this on the show." I was like, "Now watch them be even more critical of the black people that get on the show and ruin that." Like they will not allow these ladies the freedom or the rope to actually be funny. They're gonna have to be funny in a box of respectability politics that will only cater to certain images of blackness or else people are going to turn on them for being funny. I was like, it's going to be like, it's almost a death sentence to be the people that get chosen because the person that gets chosen now has to represent everybody. They can't get the same. Like it's not true freedom. If Leslie Jones can't go on there and make the same edgy type of style of comedy that she's been making or can't make the same, get the same creative freedom that they allow for other comedians, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she went on a Twitter, uh, rant about this and I, I want to read it. Um, said, okay, I wasn't going to say anything because I know that dumb people know how to use a computer too, but now this is so ridiculous. Where is the rape idiots? I said nothing about rape, you fucking morons. I was talking about being matched to another strong brother. Yeah. Cause people were like, you go on there and say it's okay to rape us. Mm-mm. Not being raped by white men, by the white man. That part, what part of this joke that, what part of this joke that wasn't true? I would have been used for breeding straight up. That's my reality. And it saddens me that black people bitch and moan about the most stupid shit. I'm a comic. It is my job to take things and make them funny. Yes. To make you think, especially painful things. Why are y'all so mad? This joke was written from the pain that one night I realized that black men don't really fuck with me and why I'm single and that in the slave days I would have always had a man because of breeding if anybody should be offended is white folks because it's what they did. So y'all so busy trying to be self-righteous, you missed what you missed that joke. This is ve- really uh, what the joke really is. Very sad I had to defend myself to black people. Now I'm betting if Chris Rock or Dave Chappelle did that joke. Come on now. Or Jay-Z or Kanye put it in a rap, they would be called brilliant because they all do this type of material just because it came from a strong black woman who ain't afraid to be real. Y'all mad. So here's my announcement, black folks. You won't stop me, and I'm going to go even harder and deeper now because it's a shame that we kill each other instead of support each other. This is exactly why black people are where we are now because we too fucking sensitive, and instead of making lemonade out of lemon, 
lemons we just suck the sour juice from the lemons wake up mm. i wouldn't be able to do a joke like that if i didn't know my history or was proud of where i came from and who i am my dad is my biggest is the biggest militant in the world and he would have loved that joke my grandmother went to jail for whooping two white men's asses for attacking her. She was also six two and strong, and she laughed her ass off. Get over yourself, and you might as well get used to it, because I'm good at what I do, and I ain't going nowhere. How, hashtag about to wake them about to wake them the f's up. Um, so yeah, man, go, go get them. And, and my thing is this: follow. I'm about to follow her. My and my thing is this: you can't have it both ways. Black people are, are actually watching the show now. As much as I watch black Twitter and people go, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live in years. And people, I've, I've seen people on the West Coast, basically if they're going to watch Saturday Night Live off of people on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. They were like, well, if y'all say it ain't funny, I'm not wasting my time. And my thing is this, they're going after the demographic and they're going after the demographic hard. Why? Because our dollars matter and we will live tweet it and we will make shit trend. And they know this. Their ratings have been falling for a very, very long time and they're doing diversity. I applaud them for it. And I hope just to make them mad, they put her on camera even more. Yeah, I like I not even to make them mad, but just to give her like I said black people were going to relegate these women back to the back page. Like they were going to, soon as they said something they didn't agree with or made a joke that they didn't find to be the most savory fucking joke, they were going to turn around and be like, uh-uh. Cause, cause a lot of these people that wanted them on there, they don't watch the show. No, they don't, they don't really have a sense of humor. Mm-mm. And they, and they were, they were just waiting to pounce. They were just waiting to write think pieces and the second that these women got this job, I was like, they're going to talk these women back to not having a job or playing back burner to white people because it's going to be like, well, every time we put them on the show, it's a fucking controversy. So we, I guess that means we can't have black women on the show. You know, and that's, then you'd be complaining again. Right. So it, to me, it was so transparent and it's so obvious what was going to happen. Um, but I love her response. Mm-hmm. It's um, greatness because it was a thoughtful joke. It, the joke was not on her, you know, um, but people in a, in a fit to be mad ran right past what was funny about that joke and what was subversive about that joke and right into anger, you know? So yeah, I'm going to follow her on Twitter, man. I um, just did too. She, like, she is, uh, that, like, that joint was hilarious. Not to mention, I don't watch Saturday Night Live and I've caught it more since they had black women, uh, on. So, what can I say? You know what I mean? Yeah. I was a person that was like, I don't even care if they get Shazir Zamata. Um, but now they have skits on there that the fucking, uh, Bajacy, uh, skit, which is probably written by black women, I, I didn't, didn't have any black people in it. You, you don't really need them. You know what I mean? But like, it was it's still funny. But the voice of it was black. That is a yes. black joke that the Bayhive will come get you. That is a black, you know, the black joke. Oh, the beehive going to get you, man. You better start talking about Beyonce. Mm-hmm. They, they, they're going to hit your mentions That's up. black Twitter. And for that joke to play out and be so well done and just go, wow, these these ladies are getting some skits in. That's extremely hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and I applaud Saturday Night Live for stepping up. I applaud them for uh, doing this because I think that if they want to continue to get a younger demographic to get a more browning demographic um 
they're going to have to do these things mm-hmm. and I can't wait until they branch out. And, um, I'm pretty sure they have Latinos, but like get people who comes from a Latino perspective an Asian perspective. And so I think that this is a door that will open up and make them be as diverse as they were years ago, because they kind of have gotten away from a lot of that. And I think that there are a lot of great comedians that are from all races, creeds and cultures that, is looking at this and cheering them on because they were going, well, next time it's going to be an Indian. Next time it's going to be somebody else. And it's just one of those things where we cannot have true diversity until we are able to be seen in all our faces. And mm-hmm. all our faces means the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is all our faces. There's no true diversity until we can get up and do things and fail. There's no diversity until you can do things that make people feel uncomfortable and and don't get ridiculed for it. There's no diversity until you're able to do these things because it's funny how people complain about diversity, then they get diversity, and they fucking complain about how they don't want diversity you can't have it both ways. Right. I want this is a part of diversity that I like and I enjoy. Yeah, like at this point, you're more destructive than the white people that were keeping black people off of TV in the first place. Yes. Like you your insistence that they align with all your values or be taken down, like that's more problematic than the idea of not having a black person at all. You know? Like I like this is what I said where I was like, Saturday Night Live is not even that they were trying to be racist. They probably just didn't want the fucking headache because they didn't understand. They're like, we don't understand black issues. We don't understand black comedy. And we don't want no problems. We've been doing this corny white shit for decades and people been leaving us alone. Yep. So why don't we just keep doing that rather than yeah, try to branch out? Because we don't want to be quote unquote controversial. Yep. If Keenan wouldn't have stopped putting on those fucking dresses, it we never wouldn't even have the black women on the show. So, you know. Anyway, um, here's a story. Uh, a girl, uh, was bullied at school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, she, um, apparently, allegedly fed her tormentors cupcakes. So isn't that nice, Karen? Do something nice for them? Uh-oh. Uh, the cupcakes were made with bodily fluids, pubic hair, pills, mayonnaise, soy sauce, and expired food. Are she trying to kill them? The girl allegedly passed out the foul-baked goods to students at Centennial High School in Bakersfield who were bullying her. When the students asked the unidentified girl why the sweets tasted so disgusting, she revealed her recipe. So she wanted her to know. Ah! I, got some, I want to know what she got to semen. Mm-hmm. She, she got her own pubic hair? She go through her brother's socks or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, the police are treating the incident as a prank following the dispute between students. She said there's no evidence to suggest body fluids were mixed into the cake batter as the cupcakes were destroyed before they were tested. So they couldn't be tested, I mean. So she destroyed them. Or somebody threw them out or something. However, one student ate a whole cupcake, was too ill to attend school the next day. Sergeant Grubbs added the food contamination incident was thoroughly investigated by Kern High School District Police and Centennial High School personnel before Bakersfield Police became involved. Students said the school has now banned outside food from being brought into classrooms, and the upcoming French Food Day was canceled. The school has not commented, commented publicly on the incident. The girl has not been charged. Wow, she fucked. You know they want to beat her ass because you want to be stupid. Now we can't have French Day, bitch. Yeah, or sperm pup cupcakes anymore. Maybe. You know there was at least one person that was like, Mm-mm. I know the taste of this. Is this, uh, 
Yeah, is this uh you think this was semen? Wait a minute, I think I taste a little bit of is that ball sweat? Yeah. I know that taste. Mm, uh, I'm smelling pubes. Is this a uh, pubic hair here? Mm-hmm. I thought that this I is delicious. So. This is some form of secretion from the human body. I, I remember this. Just like mom used to make. Mm-hmm. Um, Are those tears? Am I tasting tears of pain? Yeah. And also these were her bullies. So fuck them. <laughs> you leave that girl Sorry. alone. Sorry, I'm not the nice guy. I'm sure all these nice people, oh, why don't you just talk to them? Don't cut your hair and make them look stupid at school. Why didn't she just sit down and talk to the bullies? I'm sure they could have hashed it out. Word. You know how bullies love to time. talk. They, they hate timeouts. Why didn't they just give the bullies some time out? Yeah, they you would know understand. how bullies talk with their fist. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, school pranks, uh, 62 students were arrested Thursday after police said they broke into their high school overnight for a senior class prank urinating in hallways, greasing doorknobs with petroleum jelly, and taping hot dogs to lockers. <laughs> now, what is the hot dogs to lockers supposed to do? I have no idea. Police said the officers responded to a burglar alarm at Teaneck High School shortly after 2 a.m. and also found desks flipped over, chairs flipped over, chairs broken, graffiti on the wall, silly string on the floors, and balloons throughout the building. Even before they went over, went inside, I'm sorry, uh, officers could see many students through the building's windows. Police from more than a dozen neighboring towns, plus county law enforcement officers were called in to help. God, don't mind. How many teenagers was this? What was this? I Eastside High? Ooh. They used the police dogs in the room by room, round up a student, some of whom were hiding. It is possible that a few got away, but the majority were caught. He said the students found officers that told officers that it was a senior prank, an annual tradition at the Northwest, uh, I mean, at the Northern New Jersey High School of 1,300 students. Though it is usually not this involved, as they were arrested, Carney said some students were scared, but others were laughing. If this was a senior class prank, I just don't believe that a lot of them realize the seriousness of it as far as breaking into the building. And vandalism. That's a burglary, and I don't think they understand that it's a very serious offense. Mm-mm. The 24 students who were 18 or older were charged with burglary and criminal mischief. 38 that were juvenile are being released to their parents. Damn, so 24 of these niggas in trouble. Yeah, shit going to be on your record. Because mm-hmm. it was a fucking senior prank. It's, it's, it's probably government property, too. Yes, could y'all think uh, the hundreds uh, of what, probably tens of thousands of dollars worth of damage y'all did? Mm-hmm. Trying Get, to be funny. Uh, right? <laughs> like, I never got the senior prank thing anyway. I think you just have to have a certain amount of privilege yeah. to even believe that nothing's going to happen to you. Yeah, and, and, my, and, my, like I said, and, and my thing, when it when it comes to I'm all about jokes. I'm not about physical gags. I don't mind physical gags and shit like that and jokes on somebody else. But it's it's funny until somebody puts an eye out. You know, people say that, but that shit is real. It's ha ha ha. Oh shit, wait a minute, you got hurt. And it's one of those things where it was ha ha ha. Oh shit, I'm going to jail. The school was cleaned up in time for classes on Thursday. There's some hardworking janitors. Yeah, they must, have got, they must have got all the genders from all the counties to come and clean that shit up. There's over 2,700 comments on this. Oh. Wow, that's crazy. I can't believe there's so many comments. We did it at our school. Yeah, why they arresting the kids? Uh, yeah, they said what? Well, some dudes said they used to put deer liquid deer lure to attract male deer in the hallways. What's the little deer piss? Deer lure, I don't know, Karen. Lure, L U R E, like 
you know, like like a fish lure, you know, to attract an uh, animal. Why? So that deer could tell the fucking place to pieces? Yep. They basically would try to get a, a deer to get into the hallways. Um, I, I don't think that's funny. And shit ain't funny when you got to replace it. Yeah. I want to know where it got off the rails to where people were like, now let's piss in the hallways. I bet you, I bet you it was because I think you said it was 62. I can guarantee you when it was initially, it was probably something quick. It was like, come on, y'all, we can get in and out. But when you got that many fucking teenagers, somebody was like, hey, dog, why don't we piss on shit? Hey, dog, why don't we use jelly? You know, KY jelly. I guarantee you this shit was supposed to be real simple. They were supposed to get in and out, and nobody was supposed to get caught. But I guarantee you, when you get that many teenagers together, you always have assholes in the group. Because teenagers are dumb. People are dumb, period. But teenagers are dumber. So this, this is the end results of that. Fox wants to develop... A TV show based on the Boston Marathon bombing. Sounds about right. That does? Yeah, people want to make TV shows off of everything. I don't know, man. This seems a little... There was never a show based off 9-11, was there? I don't know, but they made a movie off of it. Was Yeah, yeah they made movies, but that took years. The Boston Marathon bombing was like last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I I do think uh, for my thing, I I think they just want to profit off of people's feelings right now because they know they could. This is probably something that they thought about and they say, well, we can do it, you know, a year or two from now. But they're like, well, let's do something now. And, you know, this also shows, too, you just want some shit for ratings. I don't mean to harm like this. To me, this is almost like let's do something that we know people will watch and get angry and talk about our shit since we just had to cancel Almost Human. Yeah, I feel like if they did the Newtown slams, people would be fucking outraged. You know, like, I don't know, man. Seems a little fucking weird to me. Yeah, because it's about money. That, the, you know, mm-hmm. I do, I'm do. i like you. I do think that, you know, maybe you should wait. But these networks are about fucking money. They don't give a damn about victims or none of that. Like, they okay. Yeah, but, y'all had time to get over it. Let's make some money. Yeah, but this seems uh, even more gluttonous than normal. Like, this is a new level. This is yeah. a new low. Like, yeah, never this, never this soon, which is You true. know, they want to make a miniseries based off the book Long Mile Home, which was authored by Boston Globe writer Scott Hellman. And Jenna Russell, who won a Pulitzer Prize this year, neither author will be involved in any of the show's writing. Those duties have been given to Rod Lurie, who has a limited number of writing credits to his name. The producer will be Basil Ilwanick, whose best-known current work is the Expendables franchise. Oh, what are they gonna make action it up? Make everybody chasing these Bring brothers? Bring a bunch of old people in there. Just- shootouts. And and my thing is this, um, how are you going to base it off a book and you're not even going to get any input from the authors? Yeah, it just seems like a rush job just to... Uh, yeah, I told you, a money um, grab because they know that this is some shit that they, right now, I think Fox is struggling and it was like, we got to get some shit that will keep people watching and talking about us. Sam Jackson pissed off some porn stars. Uh, he was in an interview for Captain America at a news conference and they asked him, name one of the best pop culture achievements in the last 50 years. And he had a quick answer. He said, Red Tube, the free porn sharing site. 
<laughs> some actors in the skin biz are demanding an apology from sam telling tmz red red tube is nothing more than a pirate site that allows users to illegally post stolen porn and they add superheroes don't steal porn for shame nick fury for shame <laughs> adult actress catalina cruz is demanding a boycott of jackson's films saying hollywood vehement, vehemently opposes piracy of mainstream movies but somehow thinks it's okay for people to steal a five-minute porn clip. I mean, come that on. That ain't happening. Come on. Who's going to miss Captain America 2 for some mm, porn? Nobody. Triple uh, X actress Tanya Tate says piracy impacts her directly because she produces her own webcam content. I agree. It does. Well, I would gladly send a catalog of adult movies I've directed to Mr. Jackson if he would be so kind as to recant the comment. She adds, I have a stack of porn for him. To help him see the error of his ways. She gonna bribe him for porn when he's already got access to all the free porn he can handle? Come on now. No, that's not gonna happen. No. Uh, I thought this was pretty interesting, man. Um, especially in light of some of the recent things that have happened. Uh, Puff Daddy, you know, it's now, it's now that time of year. People are graduating. Mm-hmm. So they're inviting speakers. Mm-hmm. Puff Daddy was invited to speak at Howard. Um, the first lady is supposed to go speak at some high school in, uh, I want to say Ohio or something like that. Um, and we read that article and that was very controversial. Uh, people didn't want her to make it all about her for it to be political and it's supposed to be a day for the kids and all this shit. Well, late, the latest in this is Rutgers, the, uh, university mm-hmm. is protesting Condoleezza Rice coming to speak. Why? Um, because they don't agree with her politics and she and the stuff she did under Bush administration. Who gives a fuck? Most of these people that uh do these things, a lot of times you don't know who they are. You could can't give a fuck about who they are. And a lot of them are congressmen and all these people who have uh said shit you don't like and all that stuff, but I don't see you protesting that. Is this gonna be the new shit every May we're gonna have to deal with people protesting fucking folks that the university decides to bring? Mm-hmm. You're not giving a speech. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, I don't like this new trend. No. Of boycotting the speaker because of their politics. Um, and the reason I don't like it is because it was used against Michelle Obama. So it just matters about the politics of where people are at. Yeah. Also, they're not showing up trying to like rally you to their side. Like, they don't show up and give a speech about why you need to be a Republican or why the Iraq war was necessary. They they show scary. up and they give you a speak about, speech about achieving mm-hmm. success, focus, inspiration, what you need to be prepared for when you enter the job market. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not going to give these people speeches for bullshit. And it's very weird because there's this uh, ironic hipster type feel to some of these schools where they will pay for Lil B to come address the school or in 2011 in the spring of 2011 Rutgers University paid $32,000 to get Nicole Snooky Pelosi of MTV's Jersey sure to come talk no one boycotted that that's fine Come on now. It's okay to do TV stars and celebrities and things like that. That And that's why it's not about the students. No. Because the students are stupid. They will pick stupid shit. Like, hey, why don't we have Wow come talk to the class? No, idiot. Why don't you have a successful person come talk to the class? You know? Well, yes. I don't agree with our politics. I don't agree with Wow's tan. 
get get the fuck over it ain't that the truth it's not it's not like they said the same university where a crowd over a thousand applauded Snooky's discussion of her hair and partying <gasps> inviting condoleezza rice to speak at graduation is just not right at least in the minds of a small but vocal group of faculty and students how about that get the fuck out of here what did she tell you go go party guys Woo! in the middle of her fucking speech the selection of the first african-american woman to serve as secretary of state had the unanimous support of the Rutgers Board of Directors, but a handful of professors and students opposed her invitation to speak at the 2014 commencements because of her role in the Bush administration. To his great credit, University President Robert Barchi stood by the invitation and released a note defending the choice earlier this spring. After it became clear that Rice's participation would lead to put their, would lead some to put their political grievances above a celebration of the students and would turn commencement day into a circus of protests, however, Rice did the regrettable right thing and withdrew. By the way, I fucking hate that the people that were going to boycott and hold up signs somehow are not considered part of the problem because they'll go, oh, she's putting her politics above the kids. It's like, no, you are, asshole. You could have some humility. Let her do her speech and voice your concerns after she's gone. If the kids are so goddamn important and the day is so goddamn important, why don't you sit your ass the fuck down and let the speech happen? You didn't invite Hitler. You didn't invite fucking, uh, you know, like Stalin's not getting up there giving a speech. Like, motherfuckers act like they invited David Duke. Like, they invited a person that you just disagree with her politics. The end. Yeah. And I'm not even a person that defends or gives a fuck about Condoleezza Rice. But when you, it's so funny because when you see this same argument, leveled at michelle obama every single last one of the black people that were agreeing would turn around and be like no 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 no. see now you're wrong for that but those people think they have the same fucking entitlement of only people that should be allowed to speak are people whose politics i agree with the same yeah. shit and 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 that's never going to happen and my thing is that i applaud the the uh person that was in the university looked at them and go fuck y'all we agreed she's coming I think that she pulled out on her own accord. They wanted to make that clear. But it's just one of those things where if I was her, I wouldn't have. Who gives a rat's ass? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who cares? She's not going to she's not going to stand there and give and talk about her political stances and how she feels. And it's one of those things where, like you say, you're taking your political beliefs and how you feel and you're putting them above the students because you're standing outside protesting her as you put your political beliefs above the students and quote unquote taking it away from their day yeah she and she is one of those people that doesn't do the controversial speeches no like she's not gonna get up there and be like now go vote for bush like she does she purposely avoids that shit she's you know one of those people that uh gives the you know the the just hey uh go go do your best guys speech well then my question is who are they gonna pick now because it's one of those things where they book these people out in advance and they got their schedules it's like mostly anybody that anybody would want to book is probably booked by now yeah so yeah well go enjoy fucking i don't know um love and hip-hop crew or some shit Mm-hmm. giving y'all fucking commencement speech right go enjoy some of that shit because i'm yeah, sure fucking jay wow and snooki up there giving a commencement speech yeah they made money but it's one of those things that they are they really the best for telling you 
how to go make your money off of your business administration degree, your mathematics degree, your doctorate degree, <clears throat> word. Sometimes it just feel like the whole world is the comment section. You went away, baby. I went away? Mm-hmm. All right, give me one second. Um, that was, I don't know why I dropped. God damn it. It was doing fine all night. Um, give me one second, everybody. Uh, out there listening live in podcast land. I'll try to get back on the air here. Live podcasting, y'all. Gonna leave this in the final edit because I need you guys to understand how real we keep it. Um, alright, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm back and people can hear it. But, um, if not, I apologize. Okay. Uh, it's back. It's back. Normal. Okay, back up. So I guess they can hear it. Um, <clears throat> all right. Yeah. So, um, sometimes it feels like the whole world has become the comment section. Yes. You know, where it's like, <laughs> now Karen's dropped, but, um, where everything is like, you need to agree with me. You need to, um, like, ha- like, and if I don't agree with you, you need to not exist. And it's like, she's still just going to give a speech about doing your best and working hard. So, I mean, why are we going to act like it's something else? It's not. No, it's not. And my thing is they've been giving these fucking speeches for years, for years, giving folks doctor, fake doctoral degrees and all this shit. And why do people act like, uh, now that, like you say, because people want to live in a bubble and they don't want anybody around it that they don't. But, but my thing is, that's not, that's terrible diversity. It's like people don't want to be, and it, it, she's not even coming to fucking challenge. She's going to come give a very, very dry and generic speech, not even an hour. Get her ass off stage and y'all can go home in about two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, last thing, um, uh, let's play our games, okay? It's about time. Everything's fucking up anyway, so why not? Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we need to play some uh, fucking with black people. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. Number one game show going across. All the podcast land where we read articles from all over the globe and assign points from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for fucking with black people. Today's contestant, the media. Mm-hmm. The media, Karen. Oh, shit, not just the media. And cops. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence got drunk and puked at an Oscars after party. Just when you thought you couldn't want to hang out with Jennifer Lawrence anymore, she goes and does something like this. In an interview, in an interview on Late Night with Seth Myers, which won't air until May 21st, J-Law said that not only did she get so drunk that she puked at the 2014 Oscars after party at Madonna's house, but in a scene that would have paid, many would have paid millions to see, Molly Cyrus walked by vomiting Lawrence and told her, get it together, girl. Oh, Lord. We're willing to bet this, this will do little to impact her national approval rating, which is hovering at close to 100%. Her charming photo bombs, red carpet stumbles for most will never get old. But it's always good to get the occasional reminder that, yes, even the image conscious Hollywood stars can still be a complete mess every now and then. Um, the, the reason this is a uh, fucking with black people is because I read this shit and I kept thinking she's a darling of the media. And, 
you know all the people that love the hollywood and the fashion industry if lapita did this we never hit the end of it nigga what if lapita was out here throwing up at the fucking after party with madonna and shit it wouldn't be a cute story it would be a character flaw. What's wrong with Lupita Nyong'o? No, does she need to get some kind of help? Does she need an intervention? Why aren't black people talking about this? Is she an alcoholic? What's wrong with her? But you she hear, always tripping when she go places. You don't hear none of these questions raised at all. Yeah. So I'm giving this 100. Just off of hypothetical 100. Because it's it one. Call it it one on this. No way. Uh, a, a black media darling could get away with being a fucking lush and everybody go don't you just want to party with her no. no throw up on me number two the cops back in september of 2011 c4 delaware resident reginald johnson was pulled over by the police officers while driving on the night of his 43rd birthday the officers believed he was somebody else and after tasing him and putting him in handcuffs they realized they didn't have the right guy oh <gasps> Still, they arrested him. When officers Corporal March D. Russell and Officer Mills pulled Johnson over, they immediately asked him to get out of his car without even giving him a chance to respond. They shot him with the taser gun. As can be seen in a video, a total of 14 seconds elapsed from the time the defendants first requested the plaintiff exit the vehicle and the time the plaintiff was shot, shot the defendant with the taser. During the arrest, Johnson argued that he had done nothing wrong, and surveillance video shows the moment the officers realized their mistake. Dude, we got the wrong guy, said one officer while placing Johnson in the police car. Someone dropped the dope in here, said another officer, joking about how they should plant drugs in Johnson's car. And then you wonder why they, why we read it out about them fucking breaking those, uh, that shit to record every goddamn thing. Johnson was ultimately arrested on charges of disorderly conduct and arrest. I want you to understand, guys. He was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct and arrest they made some shit up i want you to understand he was arrested on charges of disorderly conduct and arrest but after incident after details of the incident became known the charges were dropped johnson then proceeded to file a federal lawsuit against the officers hell yes and now he's finally settled with the c4 police department for two hundred and seventy thousand dollars by putting that much money on the table, they recognized their officers were out of line there, said Norman in the statement following the settlement. Johnson reportedly sustained serious injuries as a result of being tased and dragged on the ground by the officers during the ordeal. And my, and my thing is this. How many times this shit happened and there wasn't cameras? Mm-hmm. I don't mean the harm and shit wasn't recorded. Yeah, also, I don't want you joking about it or charging me with anything. No! You knew you were wrong. You said so on the video camera. Then you go on to joke about pot. Like, that's not a joke to me. Like, you want to talk about something that's not a joke? Fuck that dude with the shotgun making jokes about the prom. I don't want the cops joking about taking me to prison or framing me for drugs. Because that shit is real. Yeah, that's scary. All right, that's our game. Now that is time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. Now that it's time for some guest the race. That's right, it's guest the race time. That's right, it's time for guest the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe, and we ask our guests today, the audience, to guess the race. 
and the audience is racist. Yes, they are. Did, did we give a score? It was a hundred. Okay, I didn't hear it, but I'm about to say, that shit's a hundred. hundred. I'm about to say, I hear your score. Matter of fact, retroactively, I'm dropping Jennifer Lawrence to 50. That shit's a hundred. A hundred and fifty. Mm-hmm. If you crash into a police car and the officer asks you for your driver's license, here's a tip. Don't hand him a beer instead. (laughs) Pro tip. Police in Dunwoody, Georgia, say that's what Damon Tobias Exum, 37, did. Oh, my. After slamming into a patrol car shortly after 2 a.m. Saturday. The officer was not injured in the crash and managed to chase down and stop Exum's vehicle. When asked for his driver's license, uh, Exum uh, allegedly handed the officer a beer. Dunwoody police spokesman Sergeant Fidel Espinosa said the suspect was totally unaware he had collided with the officer's patrol vehicle. <gasps> Dunwoody police officer Tim Fetch uh, may have been underestimating, may have been understating Exum's actions when he told the New York Daily News the driver was intoxicated and not making the best decisions. Exum was arrested on eight misdemeanor charges, including DUI, reckless driving, uh, and reckless driving. It was Exum's third DUI arrest. He's being held in DeKalb oh. County Jail on $3,270 bond. Seems like it should be more. Three yes, DUIs? Yes, he could have killed somebody. could have killed that officer. Yeah, got to wait till he kills somebody, apparently. Guess the race chat room of, uh, what was his name? Damon Tobias Exum. Damon Tobias Exum, 37. One whose ancestors were convicted of grand theft African. So that's white. Oh, my. But his name is Bud Weiser, white, one who drinks watermelon-flavored Coke 45 and smokes black and miles. Half of Blake Griffin, which half, black, Rob. Uh, white, says Sparger. Tobias White, says uh, Natasha. Just a dude, bro, broing up, broing it up in bro town, says Craticus. Ah. Uh, and um, I'm a, I feel like black, black Rob, I'm going to have to give you a wrong. No matter which way we go, because you didn't say which half of Blake Griffin it is. Oh, my bad. The less athletic half of Blake Griffin. Okay, so going with white. white. Well, sadly, you're still wrong. The correct answer was black. He was black, y'all. Don't put the picture. He was black. For those of you who guess white. For those of you that guess white. I mean, guess black. Okay, I'm about to say. Sorry, Karen, I made a mistake. My bad, y'all. Uh, for those I'm in the comment section. I see. <laughs> those of y'all that guess black, I'll put the picture up. He was black. He just has a look of three DUIs. What's wrong with me? In my I'm, life. I'm 37. Damon, get it together. Yes. Um, And the hand of cops a beer. Like a G. Yeah. What's you know what, what she is to be the problem, officer? Um, yes. Uh, Happy Cinco de Mayo. Um, um, yes, sir. I, I, I pulled you over because you, you hit my car, sir. Well, shit, baby. Why don't you just have a beer like me and then you won't even feel it? Um, um, why, why, why did you have you me? You know what? Beer, you sir? need to calm down and get you, get your drink on. Uh, sir, I need for you to step out the car. Have some Coke 45 on me. <laughs> Uh, All right, well, just watch my watch my mad dog while I get out the car. You under arrest. All right, here's another one, guys. Um, matter of fact, let's go to the bonus round. Uh, where we at here? 
Double points, double race, double the points and the race. That's right, it's double the points, double the race, and the bonus round of guess the race. Everything is worth double the points. Uh, the audience is kind of split, so we'll see what happens on the last one. Can you get it right? Yes. Police are waiting for a warrant to be approved for the arrest of a man who was caught on camera exposing himself and masturbating on a crowded SCPTA bus. Oh. A Temple University PhD student who did not want to be identified told police she was sitting on a SEPTA bus route, a 23 bus, on uh, Friday when the man sitting next to her began to masturbate in front of her. The woman then, she said, she took out her phone and recorded the man in the act. You know this is on video, right? The woman asked. You really want to do that? I have it on my phone. In the video, the man continues to expose himself, ignoring the woman's questions. Are you crazy? She then asked. Do you see how many people are on this bus? Do you see a child behind you? You are disgusting. The video then shows the man turning towards the woman. Are you serious right now? He asked. I'm standing here the whole time. Why wouldn't you just say something? Does someone need to tell you not to touch yourself in public on a bus? The woman replies. The video then shows the man leaving the bus as more people confront him. Yeah, it's always funny when people are like, <laughs> you know, now that she said something, it broke the ice. Now everybody else want to be bold. Yes, put your cock away, like that Dave Chappelle joke. Ah, put your dick up. Here's the audio. You know, this is on video, right? This is on video. <laughs> His, you know, I'm keep doing that? His face is priceless. He's touching himself and exposing himself. It's on video. It's on my phone. Oh, wow. You really want to do that? I have it on my on my phone. Are you crazy? Do you see how many people are on this bus? Do you see a child behind you? You are disgusting. the woman behind her like someone hold my baby because i'm about to go off yes i think her talking drew attention of course and everybody got bolder because she said something they probably watching them jerk off there in front of the baby and then she said something now they're like oh, if i don't say nothing then i'm a punk yes this is one of those things but that's bold on her behalf you could have punched her took that i mean anything i mean you recording him and you telling him mm-hmm I wonder why he kept watching you. Just that why? Yes, I am. Like I'm saying it. I'm saying it the whole time. Like why wouldn't you just say something? Like excuse me, get out my way and move or something like that. I did. I said, can wait. Do with his dick in his hand. Told her she was wrong. Are you serious? Why wouldn't you say something? I'm standing here the whole time. She told you to Just say, dude, get the fuck out of my way. Dude, you have your dick out. That's not normal behavior. No. He's like, how impolite of you, motherfucker. You see me here jacking off next to you in your seat. And you ain't got the audacity to record it instead of telling me what's going on in my most private moment. That I'm publicly sharing with you. As soon as you pulled it out. 
you did. Oh my God, you didn't say. Does someone need to tell you not to touch yourself in public on a bus? Does someone actually need to tell you that? Do you not know that? Are you kidding me? It's like a dude getting caught cheating, or you. <laughs> he he really anger her, bitch. Why I got to put my dick up? Why did Why didn't you tell? Why didn't you just move me out the way and walk on around me? He really flipped it on her. Yeah, yes, I need to get off that bus was now. The problem. And he got off the bus. He that. he literally act like she was the goddamn problem. He was livid with her. <laughs> How dare you interrupt me in mid stroke? <laughs> so guess the race of the guy jerking it on the bus uh in front of everybody everybody dude really he, he really was like are you serious right now yeah his, you really gonna bring up me jacking off on the bus in front like, of everybody he had like she was wrong i'm having a private intimate moment with me and my genitalia and here you go fucking up the flow I think he got mad because she drew attention. Yeah. But she's like, um, I'm not going to sit here and watch you jack off uh, less than uh, inches in, uh, away from me. Like she said, do I need to tell you not to whip your dick out? Come on, dog. The chat room says, dark side of the moon, cricket, black, annoy young black man, lame, limp dick man, dingo, fell in the woo, the white mistress in the submission, black, Uh-oh. black, black man with the bad luck to be the only the only one wait on the only city bus hold on on the one city bus with reese witherspoon black typical north filthy hood wolf uh quarterback whose draft stock is dropping for no reason (laughs) the correct answer is i don't know how you guys all got it but black but black You guys must have heard that one earlier because I think jacking off on a bus is uh, one of those crimes that at least one person would have said white. I mean, come on, guys. Everybody was like black. We all got together. Oh, somebody said that voice. I guess his voice gave it away. Yeah. He's like, oh, come on, dog. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. If I ever get caught jacking off in public, which I, I've never jacked off in public, well, but, if please I, don't. but if I ever did, I think that's what I would do is flip it like, oh, how you going to play me like this? You couldn't have just told me this was getting on your nerves. Uh, and that one was like, hey, hey, uh, hold my baby. Mm-hmm. I'm about to go off. An uh, armed gang attacked police with swords and tried to run over officers. That's right, guys. Wow. They're so bold now they're attacking the peacekeepers. Police officers called to the scene of a fight were attacked with swords and two of them were almost run over by a car. Ajmon Police Criminal Investigations Department was arrested, has arrested four Emiratis and an Iranian man in connection with the incident, which happened in the early hours of Wednesday morning in the Al Rauda area. Police have received a report about a fight in the neighborhood. When they arrived in the scene, at the scene, they found two Emiratis and one Iranian man armed with swords. Officers ordered the men to drop the weapons, but they refused and resisted arrest, attacking the police using swords and knives. Police managed to arrest one 26-year-old man at the scene, but the others escaped in the car, attempting to run over the two police officers in the process. Police had to shoot to stop the defendants from fleeing, said Lieutenant Colonel Abdullah Saif Al-Matrushi, headed the, the head of the criminal investigation department. One man, A.S., 25 years old, surrendered while the Iranian man ran away on foot, but he was arrested this morning. 
two others drove away and were arrested after an ambush of their car near al router bridge the invest the injured officers were taken to khalifa hospital no relation for a treatment while a team was set up to track down the man who fled arrest fled and arrest them five men will be referred to prosecutors to be charged so wow yep they are actually attacking the fucking cops the people who are trained to stop this shit they're like no i'm not putting my sword down matter of fact you look like a bitch ah you can get some too mm-hmm. um last story uh bath maine police on um monday arrested a man 32 years old who allegedly used a machete like weapon in an attempted robbery Jason Mitchell of Bath was found was charged with a felony robbery and burglary after police ex- executed a search warrant at his home. Bath Police Lieutenant Robert Savory said Wednesday, a Court Street resident reported April 5th that Mitchell had entered his home armed with a machete or meat cleaver type weapon. He added that although a bandana covered the man's face, the resident and others in the home at the time identified him as Mitchell. One man inside the home armed himself with a sword and confronted Mitchell, Savory said. The man pursued Mitchell but never caught him. Officers searched the area without success. On Monday afternoon, Officer Sean Cavanaugh executed a search warrant at Mitchell's home and allegedly found evidence linking him to the crime. Savory said police believe Mitchell was looking for drugs when he attempted to rob the house. A lot of people on drugs and mixing with them with swords. Mm-hmm. We're not sure if he got the wrong place or bad information, but we believe he was going in to steal drugs. The residents claim were not there. Mitchell also wanted is was wanted on a Sabadahawk, wait, Sagadahawk County District Court warrant for unpaid fines operated after suspension, according to Savory. Mitchell was taken to Two Bridges Regional Jail, Two Bridges, and is being held <laughs> on twenty thousand six hundred fifty dollar cash bail. According to jail official, he is scheduled to appear in the Sagadahawk County Superior Court, May 28th. Wow. All right, guys. It's been another episode of the Blackout Tales. We'll be back tomorrow for Dem Thrones with Patrice. Yes. Hopefully all the internet shit will be working. If not, I'm going to be extremely pissed. Um, and uh, the next week will be brought to you by Time Warner if this I shit doesn't that work. That's the truth for whoever else we can get. Yeah, because uh, fuck this noise. This is uh, starting to piss me off a little too much um all right guys uh we'll talk to you guys tomorrow go to tweakedaudio.com um and uh you code tbgwt and get your discounts free shipping lifetime guarantee 33 percent off all that great stuff until then i love you i love you too baby Mwah. <laughs>